Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Shall we run? Uh, hang on, hang on. Oh, there oh, we is. start running. Get close to that sand. That is the noise of Tonya's floorboards. Tonya's My neighbour, Tonya. Lovely, she's got lovely smooth floorboards, she has. Lovely smooth floorboards. <laughs> oh, you're turning to oh. euphemism. Phil, it's running commentary. <laughs> it's uh, surprisingly sunny um, because I thought we'd be in Stormy Girl um, well, June morning. No, it's not. And that voice is not Paul Tonkinson. No, sorry. Paul Tonkinson has had to take his um, injuries somewhere else. He's literally <laughs> off games, isn't he? He's Can't off games. Do it. It. That's right. He's also in Australia with Michael McIntyre, you know. So, wow. you know, it's the, it's the, if you're going to convalesce. Do you think he's talking to Michael McIntyre about his balls in Doubtless. as much detail <laughs> as he did on this podcast? As he has to Britain and the world. Yes, I think he probably is. Paul, please stop. Please stop talking about your balls. <laughs> Paul's balls. Yeah, new show coming to ITV2. Well, thanks for having me. I can imagine that on ITV2. I think it, they'd have Keith Lemon talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, Keith thanks. Lemons. That's what it would be called. Keith's Paul's lemons. balls and Keith's lemons. Yeah. Let's think of other celebrities who could sound a little bit euphemistic. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, um, 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 Okay. Well, this is, huh? this is a testing. Be honest, you missed miss Paul. Testing. Um, nice. So where are we going to run today? So I thought we'd do one which you and I did the other day, which was really good fun. Which was but we were, didn't record it, so we talked in secrets all the way. That's right. Yeah, we did. Oh, but the thing about running from very much starting on Tom's a hill, house in Highbury, straight up the hill. Oh God! <laughs> this is my first run in about three weeks, and I can feel. I'm not. I'm not going to beat about the bush here. I can feel my boobs. Oh. Everything's wobbling. I've got a. I've got my Liverpool 13-14 uh, strip on, and that's from when I bought that when I was a little bit slimmer. You bought it when you were 13-14. Yeah, 13-14 years old. <laughs> so there's a little bit of lycra girdle happening at the moment. Great. So I was about that. Great band. I love the first album. Um, so we're going to so, go from my house yeah. down to King's Cross. Great. I like that plan. Um, which doesn't sound very glam, but it's a surprisingly enjoyable run. It's quite a nice route, isn't it? We pick up a little park and go through beautiful Barnsbury and then get down by the canal. Uh, yeah. And I can do the thing I always do when I run with you, which I know... Like, your thing when you run is you do random, endless film quotes, yeah, well, which I don't get. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're random or endless, but OK. They yeah, are both yeah. random and endless. Whereas my thing... <laughs> Is to go, oh, nice house. Good, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a nice house. Well, we're going to go past some, from, from some corkers on this route. So, yeah, so brace yourself for that. Apologies in advance. Yeah, well, I'll get photos. So, you okay. said you haven't run for no. three weeks. What's your running story 2019? My running story 2019? I think you were quite fit when we weren't. Yeah, I, I really hit a good patch. I hit a good patch. And then I've just been working really hard. I've been, so, I've, I've launched my own podcast. Mm. Not that I want to plug it too heavily on here, but... No. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. Yeah. And it's about people's Amazon's purchase, purchases history. So I need to get better at selling it. Yeah. Anyway, um, and that's taken up loads of my time. And I've been doing loads of magic or heart to stitch back to a previous joke. Yes. When I was on quite recently. And I've also been playing quite a lot of golf. 
And yeah, so <laughs> you've really badly undermined that I've been too busy. Yeah, I've been too and busy. So busy I'm playing golf. Down like to sing, I've got down to single figures at golf, but very much triple figures at waist size. What well, single figures at waist You mean your, your handicap is down yeah, to yeah. Like sort of, my handicap's about nine now. So if you get down to zero, that means you're 100% good at golf. Well, no, yeah, but actually the pros are on about plus three or four, which means. What? So when you go and play golf, you, the course gives you shots. Right. The course says. To get around in par, I will give you 15 shots. That means your handicap is 15. I like this house with these critter windows. Yeah, there's a man who works at an um, artist board, like a big arty desk in the window of that house. <laughs> um, anyway, some pros are so good, they have to give the course shots. Does that make sense? So yeah, they have it to, does. Their handicap is plus four or plus it's five. It's a little bit of a metaphor for life then. Isn't it? Isn't it? But it's because there's no... We were talking about this the other day. There's no... There is no perfect, you know, you just keep working towards it, working towards it. And sometimes you can turn around and say, oh, I've gone just past it. Yeah. It's like overtraining. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now I'm really tired. Kind of but, achy and strong. The, but in terms of the running thing, I, I do feel a bit like I don't, if I don't run for three or four weeks, I think, oh, I've got, I feel, I definitely feel like I've got fatter. I don't right. feel like I've got less fit because my kids keep me running around all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you feel like you've got a, a food run balance that falls off very quickly. Yeah, that's interesting. Definitely that. What's the longest you now go without running? Surely it's oh, n- not long at all. I never don't run. No. <laughs> I'm doing a marathon on Saturday. You're not. Are you really? So I'll probably take Monday off. I thought you were tapering, you bellend. I am tapering. That's not tapering. tapering. Doing a marathon is not tapering. No, I'm tapering for the marathon. Oh, I thought you were tapering down. No. Oh. <laughs> when you said you were tapering. That's why we mustn't go too far today. And why oh, right. cycling to your house might have been a mistake. Well, I'm happy to slow down. Can't we do the walking commentary just as a one-off special no, episode? No, because you did that the other day with old oh, really? Limpy McBalls. <laughs> In fact, that was the funny thing with Paul. Is I was trying to... I know that you're, you don't want to hear about Paul because you feel like you're so in this incredible shadow. Well, you know, it's a story of my life. When I had to go and do magic and sit in for Ronan Keating, and let yeah. me tell you, that's an enormous shadow. Yeah. But the biggest shadow is definitely Paul's swollen balls. It's not that enormous a shadow technically, though, is it? Because he's a diminutive oh. guy, isn't he? Oh, your man, Ronan? Yeah. Quite a small guy, yeah. Quite a yeah. small guy. I haven't met him, but I was near him once. Yeah. He was roughly the build of a swan vesta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the—he's very much the uh, the Volkswagen Golf of humans. Oh, shut up about golf! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rob, Rob was so pleased with that joke. He <laughs> sped up long and hard. That's how happy joke. you were with that. You sped up. <laughs> I do like speeding up at the moment. I've got a thing. The other day, I was because uh, I've been training quite hard. Yeah. And the other day, I got to a. Uh, crossing and it had gone to the you've got eight seconds left oh yeah and uh, so i sped up to catch it and it was yeah. like it was like you know it was like Whoa. have you ever felt more alive <laughs> yeah felt really alive when i nearly got run over but that's a whole other story <laughs> people yeah i like that I, li- I like taking it on the beeps you see you can tell that you look you know with all the sanding now we're immediately on hybrid field there's People in yoga over there. Yes. On high before. Probably don't take a picture of four women. No, I'm going to take a picture of the. They're right on the other side of the field. I'm doing a podcast. (laughs) Can you can you worship the sun? Thank you. (laughs) Sun sal in three, two. um. No, it's blurry. Sars, can we go again? But it is, you know, it's not. It's not just North London. It's M&S North London, isn't it? Around your way. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. It's I mean, I'll go on uncomfortably about what a nice area I live in. It makes oh, me feel guilt. I got posh guilt. I got survival guilt. Oh, all right, golf. Um, <laughs> so I tell you what's annoying me. Yeah. About this, this bloody podcast of yours. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, having done it the other day, which was great fun. Yes, we had. And fun. we had a lot. And. Uh, and this is absolutely true. Since we've done it, three people have come up to me and said, I heard you on a thing the other day. And I've gone on every single occasion, either, oh, it's me on Magic, this is great, here comes a compliment. Yeah. Absolutely huge fan of compliments. Always have been, always will be. Yeah, that's why we do this. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, or, it's my new podcast, My Mate Bought a Toaster. Yeah. Out now. Which is a lovely idea. Thank you very much. Available now. Not my idea, my wife's idea. How annoying is that? Yeah, but she's good at those. She does. Um, and all, th- all three of those occasions, fans of running commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Tom Hopgood. Hello, Robbie Hudson. Do you do shout outs? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they said, oh, how much they. So I was quite cross. It's quite cross. Yeah, yeah. They love well, your podcast. And I'm really cross too on your behalf. Thanks. But very happy on my own. 
Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Absolutely, who wouldn't be? Well, it's um, nice, isn't it? I mean... Anyway, they love it. They love it. I think it's great. So, I Rob, sometimes you're because I do think that the podcast thing is, uh, you know, they've just arrived. People, I think that comedians sometimes, and this is going to sound like trumpet blowing, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah. I think sometimes comedians, we don't quite realise how up on the culture we are. Yeah. Because we're all watchers. You kind of see what's going on. You see what's coming next. Yeah. But because we're also all, you know, a little bit older, a little bit cynical, we don't we don't feel cuspal like cool young bands. No. So we look at things and think, I might try that out. You know. Yeah. Here's a good example. I might try out being a kind of work a day, not too bothered about it, vegan. Yeah. That's what two and a half, two years ago. That's what the millennials were doing a couple of years ago. Yeah. And uh, and I think podcasts are the same. Yeah. A year and a half, two years ago, everyone's joking about every comedian's got a podcast. Yeah. But now all the companies, everything are going. It's podcast time, guys. I know, I know, I know. And I sometimes, I I don't know about you, but I'm making a lot of money from it. Yeah. There's a lot. If anyone's listening, they think he's starting a podcast off. You're looking at about five grand profit per podcast per hour. Yeah, that is one big fat earner. So just get stuck in, to be honest. Sarcasm. I would Sarcasm. say that is very true about that thing where there's another sign that you're getting on when you start to go, right, what are the younger people doing? I'll have a crack on that. <laughs> I, I, I dipped into the old WhatsApp. Yeah. Got myself one of those WhatsApps. Very hey, cool. bought yourself in, one of these WhatsApps. I'm in so many groups. When is the box going to arrive? <laughs> Can I unpack my new WhatsApp? So here we are by Highbury and Islington Station. Lovely concourse. Do you, do you, like, do you fancy this concourse Is or what? there anything amusing about the name of this pub? Uh... Well, I, don't think I can is. tell you the pub's called The Famous Cock, and in completely unrelated news, Jimmy Carr used to live about five yards away from it. <laughs> Just Very good. Absolutely of no consequence or connection at all. There's a bunch of bicycles parked up here, which made me think of Katie Mello. But huh. since you're not at work, I feel I shouldn't inflict that on you. <laughs> taste of Beijing there. Thanks, Katie. There's a lot there. Katie Miller was songwriter as Mike Batt, who uh, was also the Womble songwriter. No. Did you know that? No. Yeah, just, I'm right. just more upset that Katie Mellua doesn't write her own stuff. Uh, why, why are you dropping these Mellua bombshells? Yeah. You'll be... Her stuff was quite chilled out, but she found that when Mike wrote the songs, they were a little bit Mellua. <laughs> Mellua. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, she's called Katie Melua. God, I will. Yeah. Miss yeah. Paul's jokes. God. <laughs> absolutely lovely. I did a gig. I've, I... Yeah, I can tell you've been doing gigs because okay. you're, you're gig, gig sharp at the moment. Do you want to um, we have <laughs> hear a... my... Uh, this next story needs to be told. Hard right, right, hard right. Yeah, go on, let's go on the path. Come on, in let's the do manner that. of um, uh, Mark um, Williams on the fast show. Yeah, go on. I was doing a... Actually, a, did a fundraising gig at the Albert Hall recently and with a Stephanie Orchestra and uh, had a little chat with uh, Katie Miller backstage which was nice <laughs> oh look oh, at this so do you know what this park's called this park is called the park next to our doctors so you don't know I think it's um, <laughs> isn't it, are we on Laycock Street they've, they've rewilded it anyway yeah it might be Laycock Park that's good Laycock which in complete coincidence is where Jimmy Carr used to lie down <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see how many, uh, how many? professional... Yeah. Um, actually, Laycock is a village on the A368 down to Melksham off the M4. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's another village down that road. Right. And I won't tell you it because it's the punchline of a rude joke that I tell whenever I'm in the West. Right. And it, as it's a bit of local, I'm actually quite pleased with the fact that I've been able to tell it at more than one gig, maybe half a dozen. Right. Partly because our friend... Just to, just, to, um, just to translate the comic terminology there, a little bit of local. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're picking up some lady or something. Oh, God, There's no. nothing dodgy going on there. No, no. It's a little a, bit of local is material just for the locals. Yeah, where, where you show you know where you are and what the story is. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. As you can imagine. Well, it's a bit like every comic's got stuff about, what is it, Portsmouth, Southampton and the monkey or something. Yeah. Is that, is that or is it Hartlepool? Uh, Hartlepool's where they, yeah. Hartlepool's the monkey, isn't it? There you go. It's that funny thing with stand-up, isn't it, where you think things seem fine and then you, in the daytime you think, wow, yeah. is that when I did that bar mitzvah? Well, it's... Oh, my jokes are filthy. Yeah. But you do, you have to filth up. You have to, you have to weaponize a sense of humour to do loads of gigs and control an audience. Yeah, that's right. And then you can't... 
Unfortunately, it's a bit like, you know, coming back from war. Yeah, you need yeah. to decompress on Cyprus for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just go straight into a living room when you are fully equipped with absolute filth and start talking to your mother-in-law. Yeah. Um, you suddenly have to change down through the gears. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's, oh that's my God. right. I'm telling her a story about a prostitute in Amsterdam. And when you have that... Um, there's an element of it which is the comedy imperative. It must be okay to do this because it's funny. Yeah. So no, not uh, maybe on stage. But yeah. Not always. No, it's a different type of humour. <laughs> equally, equally, Rob, and this is very important to any aspiring comics. Don't take what's funny in your living room onto a, you know, the Glee on a Saturday night. Absolutely, my first not gigs in Scotland years and years ago. My friend yeah. was like, "Oh, say that thing you said." Oh. And I did, and oh you no. Know, let you know when else in the world thought it was funny. Yeah. Oh, Horrifying, yeah. isn't it? Horrifying. Yeah, disastrous. That moment That's why it's got so it. great that I've got my wife who is, you know... She writes your material. No, she's... Well, she makes up... Oh, your, your wife makes up your ideas. Oh, yeah, that is true. My wife is a your harsh wife. tester of jokes. Oh. I always talk about it at the time, but thank goodness. Oh, what? Because she doesn't... Oh, my God, she I've got like, that as well. I think I get it. I have told Beth... So much good material that could well have worked on stage has died in the arms of my wife. Yeah, yeah. As she stares coldly and blankly at me. I just died in your arms to... Oh, sorry. Magic. Thank you. I just died in your arms tonight. Must Must have have been been a slightly shocky pun. A terrible new joke. Can I just say to you, Rob, Barnsbury Square. Mm. Oh, this is good. Mm. I mean, what are we doing? What are we? Do you want to go around it? Okay. Oh, I'm just go around it. Salivating at that. Mm. Oh, I could, oh, I could eat these bricks Barnsbury. and mortar. Mm. Do you, is it an unlocker, Barnsbury Square? Do you need to go in there? Probably. I mean, it's very small, Barnsbury Square. Yeah. Don't tell the residents, because in there, it's, it's huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's a locker. It's a locker. It's a, what's the word? A, uh, uh, Grand Designs House coming up opposite us. I'm quite excited to see. Yeah. I just failed. That was a terrible picture. Wait a second. Oh. Oh. The herd is open. Absolutely lovely. Is anybody there? I know this must be the. Have they got a little? Have they got a little bowling pitch there? Bowling lawn. Look at that. It's almost. Look at that. It's I think perfect. they're just replanting it, but it's gorgeous. Putting green. Where was I recently? Where they had a they had an active. See, the, around London, they they let the bowling squares go to go to seed right people are like, oh that's such a shame it's like why do you want to play bowls and they're like no exactly <laughs> it's nice when you're somewhere wow. where they've got old people wow and then they say turn to me turn towards me there you go it's my house it. loves it this is my house that is an amazing grand design space i mean that house must be worth oh thank you for bringing me to barnsbury square you. yeah you're very welcome tony, so t- uh, tony, tony Blair used to live right here the thing is tom um tony <laughs> Live around here. Just and I think ever. it's important to say that, uh, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, you know, that was you know, you know. That was that's your way into your Tony Blair impression, isn't you it? Know, you, you know, you know. And also, for any any politician, particularly from that era, is to put Doing, yeah. his, doing his hustings speech yesterday. By the time you listen to this, he's probably which, already out which, of the Tory... It's the town of Hastings, you're just pronouncing it, with the U I just mentioned, right? What's that? Was he in Hastings? Hust- hustings, doing his hustings, that's right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> doing hustings. his hustings and hustings. <laughs> well, actually, Roy Stewart, I've got to be honest, if I'm ever going to hug a Tory, it's going to be that one. All right, OK. Let's not get, pol- let's not get too political. Oh, God, chill out, mate. Anyway, he's got a thing where he's got the posh, right? After he says something, he has not been able to drop it. He's doing his big speech to the masses, his pitch for leadership, to be a man of the people. And he says things like, I want to invest in our NHS, right? Right? And he's still got that, right? Like he's a brigadier. <laughs> like he's got a vestigial stick under his arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true, right? And I think... Ah, uh, let's like Darcy Bustle's uh, Yeah on, uh, on uh, Strictly. Uh, which is funny because it comes out from a real softness. It's when oh. she's worried that the person she's giving notes to, you know, that she wants to communicate with them. So they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you can feel the producers going, Darcy, don't say yeah. Yeah. That's probably no what, one, why she left in the end. No one likes I will yeah if I want. <laughs> <laughs> Too much yarring. She's got to go. Yeah, yeah. Yarsi Bustle. Right. Right, right. I just, I'm a man of the people, right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to froth at the mouth. Frothing Tories. Good old politics. I noticed as we come around Barnsley Square, yeah. he was saying about um, uh, 
before about the old random film quotes. Oh, yeah. Random and relentless, I think, uh-huh. was your phrase. Thanks. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but with you, I just keep finding my way back to uh, classic uh, mellow pop. Oh, okay. I've got through Is that how what I do because of my time on... Heart slash magic. I think it's me. I think it's my you associate me with set up a little lukewarm pop. I never said lukewarm. I mean, I mean, I said nothing at all, and I say it best when I say I, nothing. I, at I, all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a strange subgenre, isn't it, of romantic songs? Yeah. Um, what where, songs you love? Yeah, more, even more of the songs you love. Magic is how often they're written about non-romantic loving relationships. Okay. But then they get pitched as, oh, yeah, baby. Right. Like loving you. Well, no, when they say baby, that's not them loving their actual baby. Exactly. Is that what you mean? But loving you by Minnie Ripperton, that is about her actual loving baby. Loving you. Yeah. Isn't she lovely? That's about his baby. That's about a baby. Because he's got, um, at the beginning of that, you can hear the baby crying. Yeah, that's right. Which I'd have been furious. Well, I'm I trying find to work, it, baby. I find it pretty stressful. But then, of course, Stevie Wonder hearing his baby is a different experience for him. And I'm not saying that. That sounds like I'm trying to do an offensive joke, but I'm not. It's just a different perspective. Again, you've got to dangle, you've got to de weaponize your jokes. We're right. going, I wasn't, it We're wasn't in a good joke. company here. You can't. Barnard Park. Barnard Park. Barnard Park, right? Uh, sight of, right? Barnard Park, right? Uh, it's sight <laughs> of. Ford. Ice front, <laughs> ten. Chum. Actually, it does sound on this. Oh, we should go on the parade ground. Singing and running is darling. Here he is, look, Tom Price. I mean that. Um, um, Barnard Park. Can I just say? Yeah. Might as well make this useful. If you do happen to live in this area, right? There's a very good. Uh, oh. Oh, brilliant. Practicing. Can you, have you got that? No, it's too far away. But that lady, she might have been in the photo I just took, she's practicing opera in the park. We are so in Islington. We're sunning, so in Calvary. That's amazing. People walking their dogs, taking their kids to school, practicing their opera. And the young actor's place where my uh, daughter goes and is represented by is just over there. So that. And then there's a pub next to it. Isn't the pub? It's a church. Oh. Church in the corner. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes, I know. That is a nasty surprise when you're after a pint of Stella. Oh, yeah. But a delight <laughs> oh, if you were wanna... looking for a blessing. It's an absolute thrill. Yeah. Thank God you found me. That park there, Barnard Park, that playground, there's an adventure playground. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, they don't really have those anymore. Oh, so good. We used to seek out the adventure playgrounds. No. They were fun. You don't need them anymore, Rob. The great thing is, in, when I was in London, we could go to adventure playgrounds, and then when I moved out to the country, just go to abandoned quarries and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just started thinking about Biker Grove. Biker, um, biker. You know, that's the other one. Biker. Don't want to close my eyes. Don't, Don't want to fall asleep. That's, that's about, about the world ending. Well, it's about, but no, you're thinking of the film. The film, yeah. It's about, Come on, i got a film reference. It's about a baby. It's her father one. Is it really? Yeah. Films where you think it's romantic, uh, songs rather, where you think it's romantic love, yeah. but it's actually about a baby. Oh, um, and you said lightning seeds, lightning seeds. Yeah. Um, um, I wish you never mind. learned to weep in your crying in your sleep. Just keep those dreams that come here, pure and simple over you. Yeah. Da, 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 that's about, that's about his That's baby. about um, summing up today's goals. <laughs> God, the the love you feel to that most That is the sound of, of a moment in time, isn't it? It's uh, interesting this yeah. summer, though. It feels like whenever you say, oh, play me a summer song, it's all, uh, I don't say you. I'm going to say you. I mean one. I don't mean Well, I know, my band, my summer, I know who my summer band are. I'm ready for you. Just come to me when you're ready. Well, it's some kind of uh, mid-90s Britpop. Uh, it's not Britpop, mate. Scandy pop. It's Ace of Bass. You're welcome. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what's happened to the uh, lead singer of Ace of Bass these days? Is she the one who's gone a bit far right? Well, she leads a lonely life. But your story was more interesting. All that she wants is another grandchild. <laughs> um, but then that's one that of them, confusing wow, because all that she wants is another baby. Yeah. That's the opposite, isn't it? Because it sounds like she wants to get pregnant again. But that is yeah. just English as a second language. She's just looking. Sorry. Watch out. Oh, sorry. You got run over. Sorry. <laughs> Thought I was all caught and I was in front of you. Sorry. <laughs> Silly sods. That was us nearly getting killed. That was there. disastrous. Well done, guys. Um, luckily, nice cyclist. Who knew? I think we're going to meet her again here, though. Yeah. Keep left. I'll tell you what, though. When you hear these songs, Rob, yeah. as I do on Magic, again and again and again, yeah, yeah. 
you either start to love them, like really love them, yep, yep. like uh, Deacon Blue, Dignity, what a, tr- what a track. Yeah. Never realised that was Isn't a Isn't she pretty, song. that ship called Dignity? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then you start to see the other meanings. Like, for example, uh, all right, this is the same bike. I'm getting out of the way. Out of the way. Here we go. <laughs> so, right, I'll do my best Good to get luck. in the way. Well, he won't give you another chance. <laughs> um... Uh, Christina Aguilera. Uh, yeah. Do you remember her? Agu- well, oh, I remember her. I remember having less syllables than that in her name. But yeah. Uh, well. Christiana Aguilera. <laughs> that's her. Um, <laughs> because no, <laughs> that she does that. If you listen to her singing, she sings every single note on every song. She does all of the notes. It's just yeah. a thing. Ooh, yeah. She does like a scale. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, beautiful. Yeah. I love that song, but I've, there's a horrible undertone to it. It's just, just the words, "You are beautiful." No matter what they say. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That makes me go, well, fuck, what have they been saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight away. Well, to be fair to Christina Aguilera, Aguilera, at least they're playing for, they're actually playing for some kind of empowerment there. Yeah. Um, whereas you've just led me to that fantastic substrata of pop. Go on. Which is the man singing. Well, I love you just the way you are. Uh, the way you are is, I don't want clever conversation. Uh, oh, I love you just the way you are. Oh, it's Shut off, Billy! Oh. And then there's uh, One Direction. I've got a terrible one. Even though you like drinking tea yeah. and sitting around on a Sunday. Like, that's a negative. Yeah, you're that's insecure. The, you're insecure. Don't know what for, but you are insecure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me remind you. Yeah. Let me guess like you. To be honest, if you're going out with me, there's every reason to be insecure. <laughs> yeah. And it's so many songs like this. Gaslighting um, in pop songs. Um, oh, my God, there's a... Absolute thesis in this. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And the old one. What's the old one about? Um, uh, even though oh, it's like an old Cole Porter or Irving Berlin. It's not an airline ticket to the... It's, uh, anyway, the, every five years, a man writes a song, a really famous pop song. That says, yeah. Even though you're a bit rubbish, I like you. Well, I, t- I, I think it's time for it to end. Talking of uh, really weird substrata, Billy Ocean... Uh, get out of the, get out of the my dreams and into my car. car yeah. All right, Billy. Yeah, particularly you know the little I mean? ca- get in the back seat, baby. <laughs> get the boot. Just get in the boot. <laughs> it's just not. I'm not comfortable with it, Billy. Songs that have not aged well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mad dreams. Get into my car. Where's the gaffer? Where's the gaffer tape? Uh, don't we are um, friend of the show, Francis Quinn. Oh yeah. We've got an ongoing. Uh, kind of uh, running commentary uh, Billy Ocean crush yeah and he was playing the night after I was on in Newcastle the other day no and uh, and, the, and the sound guy was like I won't be in tomorrow because I'm going to see Billy Ocean wow I thought are you a really big fan and he's like no no it just so happens that he's on but he, he was kind of boning up on Billy playing uh, playing Billy Ocean backstage at the uh, sound check right right and that was great because well, yeah he played uh, what did he play he red, red Light Spells Danger right oh, that's a good song yeah Red Light on Billy Ocean's back car and then the <laughs> that's big danger Blue Lights is what we want to see <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um he did oh look at this now right so we should say by the way talking of Billy Ocean we've come to a canal body of water oh <laughs> nice um, oh, alright segue there you go. you're not at work now <laughs> Um, look, it's word on the water. This is now moored here forever. It used to travel around, and they play jazz on the roof and sell books and records. I absolutely love it. And last time we came for a run, a non-recorded run, like, you know, an old-fashioned run where yeah, they yeah. record what you're saying. Yeah. And we went past it. I'd never seen it before, and I came down three days later with my family, spent four pounds on a Doctor Who book for my son. Very good. It has not even picked up. So, oh, 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 are you alive? Hello, Did you go down? Hello, Uncle. Is it okay? Hello, Uncle, my old friend. <laughs> you Uncle, shouldn't have to do that, months? Ben. Nice. Okay, so... That boat's strange. Um, yeah. yeah, but just to finish Billy Ocean in Newcastle, Yeah. the next song came on, and it's a really obscure one. And you know how when you're in a... Well, if you're me... You're in a sound checker backstage somewhere and they're playing songs and they, they're being a bit retro and a millennial and then they, it goes one step too far and they just flick it on. Yeah. Like it'd be some great song. Actually, it's not just millennials. Graham Norton did this once. Yeah. He was playing a song on the radio and I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. And then he turned it off. It's like, I can't have any more of that. And it was his, can't believe it's not better. It was literally no. his bad song of the week. Oh, no, but we, yeah. So no. I was loving it, Graham. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I did this on Spotify. I put, um, it's either Guilty Pleasures or Worst Ever Cheese, but yeah. I did didn't know that's what the playlist was. Right. Exactly the same thing. So I was just going, oh, this is just banger after banger. I love these songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. It was literally, yeah. I mean, it was obviously Chesney. Yep. 
Um, what a song. Huge song. Don't stop, never give up. All that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I um, Aqua. Yeah. I was like, this is my Yeah, jam. you've lost us. you lost me. Yeah, yeah. I feel no guilt for this at all. <laughs> well, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I no. think guilty pleasures are, and it's a very modern rhythm. Guilty yeah. pleasures are why I'm saying, I like it, but if you like it, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about it, people are always saying, they always get these internet posts and say, I wouldn't normally do this, but. Yeah. So basically, you're absolving yourself of all guilt for doing it whilst criticizing everyone else who ever did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this, but it's my job to like this. You like this because you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, it was the first conversation I had when I got my job at Magic. The boss said, uh, We don't believe in guilty pleasures. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm home. Thank you. I'm home. Thank you. Can I just go back to your, your sound guy playing the Billy Ocean? Yeah, and Lover Boy. <laughs> Billy Ocean's Lover Boy. I was sure he was going to turn it off because it's yeah. not a famous one. And it's so good. You know, Lover Boy? No. Sing it. I don't care what oh, you got. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. Thank you. Can't stand the thought of you yeah. with somebody yeah, else lovely. who wants you all, okay, yeah. all, all, right. all to myself. Okay. Just stay, stay yep. Actually, whilst day. running up a hill, Rob's singing that, and there's a jogger behind you. Move, Rob. I want to be your lover, lover. Who wanna be a lover, lover, lover boy? That one's the noise of Rob singing over the sound of St Pancras Lock. <laughs> Never before heard. Billy Ocean. Yeah. Of the, an ocean-like noise. Um, yes, yeah, so here's, here's my Here's my shtick. Yeah. So you got there. I made this mistake in the past. When I'm going to see a band live. Yeah. E.g. Billy Ocean in your story. Yeah. Right. What are they doing? Sorry. What's happening here? Is he going? They're cleaning up? their windows, mate. Oh, yeah, but so that guy's a, going up on the cherry There's picker. a former right now. gas... Uh, what are they called? Not Cher- canister. Ometer. Um, gasometer? No, no, they're yeah, the big buildings. That's that what they used to be called. Now they're called right. gas holders. Now they're but called flats. gasometer, yeah, that's true. I'm filming flats. this, and it's not, there's nothing there's happening. There's nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. That's a cherry picker, though. And if I did the... Uh, okay. They might know me because I did the uh, corporate for the cherry pickers. <laughs> and uh, How did you do? How did you go down? Yeah, it went... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it went up slightly. I tell you, the yeah. best I did that, and I did uh, straight across the grass. Kill it, yeah, straight across yeah. the grass. Oh, they've got an event on here. Oh. There's an event on. I think it's Billy. Maybe. Um, lots of lanyards. Hop. I'm seeing lanyards and stressed looking people. Oh, um, my God, look, no, there's a gig happening. There's something happening. Yeah, I know. Speak. Oh, God, is it's it a Tory? Oh, what's happening? Is it a Tory launch? No, no. Some sort of event. Oh, it's something to do with. I can see HSBC branding. It's called it Cog-, Cog X. Oh, it's Cog X. Someone's just making. Oh, it's Cog X. Someone's making a corporate speech outside. Someone's set up a some kind of tent in a in a non-built-upon gas holder. Meet the speaker at Cog X. What's Cog X? Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Really? Wow. Okay. Cool. Nice. Just enjoying your marquee in an old gas thing. It's amazing. <laughs> Okay, no, sure. The gas thing was put up like 100 years ago. Yeah, but normally it's just grass there, so that is good. It's a running podcast. Yeah, yeah running commentary. No, oh, you're on no. it. Oh, no. Can you sign a release form? <laughs> <laughs> running commentary. Running commentary, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, this up. is Rob Deering, man. It's Paul Tonkinson. It's great. Have a listen. Nice. Have a good day. See how it goes. Well, fans well, of the show. I'm not sure great. we can go this way. I think I don't think we can go. Yeah, this. we just stay all the way out. Let's we'll go over right. this way. Yeah. Cog X. <sighs> so wait a minute. They're, they're launching their um, uh, reality tech in this old gasometer. It's amazing. I'm pretty sure that this is an evil lair. <laughs> and whoever the sure. keynote speaker is, is planning world domination. I'm pretty sure this is the beginning of a Marvel and look, film. That boat's called Disco Volante, which is the name of the baddest boat in Thunderball. <laughs> And he strikes like thunder. More. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is just a giant dot-to-dot for you, isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. Just piecing it all together. Did you You're know that Tom right Jones that? passed out at the end of singing that note? Did you really? Yeah. Oh, you almost did it. Oh, you almost did it. Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm absolutely done. I've <laughs> purged. I've purged all my notes. Even for me, that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Even by my standards, that's a double flash note, guys. <laughs> oh, I hadn't sung for that long since I was back in Ponty. Oh, my God. We're allowed to do this because Tom's officially Welsh. I am officially Welsh. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fair to point out. Hang on. Yeah. There's a lot of threads in my head now. That was definitely the beginning of a Marvel movie just then. Yep, yep. She was making a speech about AI. And they were clapping. And they were clapping. It was going well. I mean, they were all... Someone's about to appear. Benedict Cumberbatch is about to flash through a rip in time-space continuum. Someone's going to go down there. So that's the first point. Second point. Billy Ocean, right? Listening to music. Yep. The recorded songs. Yep. The night before you go and see them live. Yep. Disaster. Oh, okay. Because... Then you're a bit over-familiar with them Ooh. on the night. Oh, my God. Rob nearly falling in the canal there. <laughs> so I went to see uh, Ben Folt last year with yep. Only Man. With and I to, oh, no, that's Ben Folt. And uh, I listened to loads of Ben Folt albums the night before. Yeah. And the next night I was underwhelmed because I was like, yeah, I heard this yesterday. Yeah. You've got to keep it fresh, Rob. Yeah, right. It's a, there's one piece of advice I'd like to pass on to my kids. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to recorded albums the night before you see That's someone live. That's great advice. Because you know advice. what else I really like is, and this must undermine that, is the kind of DJ factor, particularly when a band's been around for a while. Yeah. And let's face it, if you're my age, that's the bands you're going to see. Yeah. And, uh, and then their choices can be absolutely amazing. Yeah. And the more relaxed the band is, the more they'll just say, yeah, let's do that. And they've got this kind of objective perspective on their own back catalogue. Yeah. Divine Comedy do that. Yeah. They'll take requests. Oh, I heard Neil Hannon on the radio the other day because I got a new album out. And was he and, wonderful? Uh, oh, it's absolutely great. Yeah. And he's so good because he's got that, you know, he's totally posh, but also a little bit because he's Irish, you know. Yeah, yeah. Little, he's posh think, Northern Irish. Oh, wait yeah. a minute, you're Oscar Wilde. That makes sense of yeah. everything. Yes. And there's someone... Got it. Got in touch with the radio. It was on the Radcliffe and McConey. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, "Saw you at a festival. It was you and someone else. And at the end, you uh, finished the duet. And then Mark said to Neil, so, do you remember what you duetted on?' And Neil was like, "Careless whisper. <laughs> it wasn't pristine, but it had an energy. <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Yeah. Oh, he's he the, did um, he's the best. He was on Chris Evans the other day, and he did Birdhouse in Your Soul." My one of my oh, all-time favourite songs. Looking there in the alley by the light switch. <laughs> Watches over you. Make, make a little birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine upon it. Say I'm the only bee in your bunny. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. One of my favourite songs and one of my favourite bands. So I was extremely happy. But the other nice thing about Hannah, of course, is that they can... They, they, straddle that all-important bit where they can be witty and quirky and funny and then serious. Oh, yeah. Because people, particularly in music, you know, sometimes a sense of humour can just be the kiss of death. Yeah. Oh, you've been silly. You can be serious again. Novelty. Novelty. Yeah. It's the curse. It's the curse. It's almost as if I've got a particular beef with this because I'm I'm a serious musician trapped inside an idiot clown's body. Yeah. And it's worked against me my whole life. Yeah, it's true. It's almost as if that... Yeah, it is. you should stop doing all those serious songs when you're yeah. doing your stand-up gigs. I should start doing all really? those serious songs. That's what people really want to hear. Give a bit of texture to your gig. 
I liked it with a bit of texture. <laughs> uh, uh, but also, joining the threads, joining the dots. Always. One of the best sad Divine Comedy songs is uh, Mutual Friend. I know. And, uh, of course... He fainted when he did that, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, absolutely good. Do you think when anyone faints, they become Welsh? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I've just seen my wife give birth. Oh, my God. Lack of oxygen to the brain. Oh, it's just unbelievable. It's taking wheels. <laughs> it's taking its toll. Mind you, they've taken the toll now. The bridge is absolutely free. <laughs> uh, I never understood the seven bridge because I haven't been over the first six. <laughs> Guys, you're getting all this. You're getting this. High five. I'll tell you what, there's two people enjoying this podcast. That's me and Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to tell Paul he's not not to bother coming back? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you, by the way. That was very good of you to be Paul Tonkinson when we met that security out there. I think they were quite a big fan of it, actually. If we're plotting. Disappointed, like he'd aged and fucked This is the plot of a film where we have to save the world. Well, because we've just seen the AI. Exactly. Yeah. That little bit of subterfuge will come back to bite all of us. True, and that'll, that'll be, be the fun. That'll be the tiny thread. So right at the end, when one of us is about to get killed, yeah, and this person will say, "I have to kill Paul Tonkinson." Wait a minute, and no. then he'll arrive in the Millennium yeah. Falcon. Yeah, say, "Great shot, for kid. You're all through now. Let's blow this thing and head for home." <laughs> Was that Kit Harrington? <laughs> what going the other way? Do you, no, no. <laughs> Your voice, then. Yeah, no, it's Paul Tonkinson. It was uncanny. All oh, right, yeah. Just generic Northern. Sorry, Paul. Kit Harrington has been spotted in cafes near us. Yeah. He's been seen, yes, he's been seen. I thought Kit Harrington was when you kept your raincoat in a little lunchbox. <laughs> oh, I'm tickling myself today. Oh, God. See, because Harrington is like a mod bomber jacket. Yeah, yeah. A kit, well, a kit uh-huh. is a kit, isn't it? Yeah, I think the best jokes always need explaining. Yeah, I agree. Oh, God. I'm unfit. I'm definitely unfit, Rob. <laughs> I'm out of breath. I'm sweating. And the worst thing is after this... We have to be done this. I've got to go straight to my kids' sports day. Yeah. I'm concerned there's going to be a dad's race. Yeah. Um, which, let's be honest, I mean, maybe this is a warm-up for the sprint at the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, uh, in all seriousness, okay. I think you would be surprised yeah. at how well this, while seeming right now to tie you out, yeah. would pay for that. Well, I did it last year. And I genuinely thought I had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> That's always like, a I was like, yeah, no, I'm a sprinter. I'm a sprinter. Yeah. And someone videoed it. And what happens during the race, I've sort of forgotten, but the video confirmed I came rock bottom last. Yeah, yeah. Out of 30 dads? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm more long form. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't ask uh, Shakespeare for a haiku. No, that's you know right. Also, oh, you're a North London middle class dad. Thank you. There's other dads there. Maybe 15 years younger than you. Please. <laughs> Is it, was that information you didn't want to hear out loud? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially as I was going up some steps. Uh, squirrel, squirrel, I felt squirrel. like my legs had actually died. Squirrel! Polly! Polly, squirrel! Oh, my dog's not here. I'll go. I should have got that. Right! Right! Actually, funnily enough, little reverse sequel. Prequel. The other day, going up the park and walk with Paul, him saying, I'll run a little bit. Me going, please don't run. Oh, my goodness, please don't run on those. Yeah. And <laughs> don't run on those balls. Yeah, well, that was a subject I was leaving. Yeah, no, I don't. Never leave a subject for me. <laughs> there is no subject. And uh, that reminds me of when me and you and Polly were running up the park and walk years ago yeah. on a hot day. Uh-huh. And you said, of course, you can't go too far. Because uh, the dog might die. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Their responsibility. I know. Yeah. But it's true because humans, surely you've read why we run. Or you've seen the TED talk about how the reason, one of the reasons we've done so well evolutionarily, yep. if that is a word, is because we can just keep on running. Yeah, yeah. Like even horses have to stop, but humans yeah. have this system where they can just keep on going. And dogs definitely can't. Dogs are designed to sprint <laughs> yeah. and get and gather and then rest for hours. Although hunting dogs will do it for, for many days. I well, said, so I'm going to tell you those, uh, what are they called? Um, painted hyenas, uh, African wild oh, yeah. dogs. Yeah. And they'll just get on, like, get after an antelope. Right. They're slightly slower there. And then they'll slowly... And they'll chase it until it gives up. Oh, right, okay. Sometimes for, like, a week. Are you suggesting that those are more finely tuned and sort of intelligently designed than my Labradoodle? Maybe. Not intelli- I'm not suggesting... Not intelli- you want to pop into the... Yeah, let's not get into Where are we going? Straight over? No religion, no politics. Straight over, back Straight, into uh, the park. Um, yeah, intelligence design. I don't mean intelligence design. 
But design is the word that's defining for Natural design. I wonder if the opera singer is still in Barnard Park. I hope so. <laughs> Should we go and join in with her? I can harm her. Out of her face. That's nice. Do you think she knows um, Bird has in your soul? Did I tell you that I played my talking of nice singing harmonies and listening to some music? My wife said I was singing a song this morning and she told me what it was. And it was one of my own songs from years ago. Aww. What a lovely woman she is. She's so lovely. And it wasn't one that I sang. It was one that I had these women with beautiful voices all singing together in harmony. Right. In this festival thing. Oh. Anyway, I got it on tape, got it on uh, iTunes, which still exists. Yes, for now. Got it out and played it. My daughter came down ready for school. What do you think? What do you think of this? Yeah, Daddy. Oh, it's awful. Oh, come oh, on. Tinny. Oh, no. She kind of literally mimed a wretch. Really? So did she know it was you? Yeah, but when we, she didn't. But when we told her, she did not reposition. Oh, really? <laughs> she held firm. I think it's time for her to leave now, isn't it? I think one. I think that's that. all in a good way. That's enough of that. I mean, that's just rude. I really like this little cut through the park. Some of my, right. I think maybe because I only found it recently. I think it's great. I'm a big fan of. Um, my kids have just started to insult me by accident, and I really enjoy it. I was wearing a suit yesterday. Yeah. For uh, had a had an audition. You had a court. You were in court. Well, audition. Similar <laughs> sense of doom. Yeah. Uh, this isn't going to end well. And. Uh, Except okay. in the audition, if you get it, that's the next five years of your life gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... What was God, it for? Come on, let's... Uh, it's for a show called Industry. I won't get it. I won't <laughs> get it. Um, it's going to be on Netflix. I had to play a... I mean, it's too much of a leap for me, Rob. I had to play a slightly washed-up former city trader mm-hmm. who's gone to seed a bit. Yeah. And is a bit tired. Yeah. It's not really, it's no. not really my thing, you know? No. They, they, what they needed is a young athlete. Well, no. If the part was a young athlete, then I should have gone up for that one. Yeah, that's what I mean. You need said to that, be I have got a stitch. I literally have got young, a stitch. sexy athlete. As I'm saying those words, I'm actually getting a stitch. Yeah. It's those words that I'm um, saying. Yeah. So, to go back, yeah, so yeah, let's just get a little bit of a wider picture. Okay. The nice thing about... Um, Tom on here is that we've got this kind of Russian doll effect of dadding because mm-hmm. my kids are early teens Paul's kids are going off to university and finishing school and your kids are how old? Uh, three and now nearly seven yeah. seven so so we can you put your suit you put your monkey suit on I've got my suit on and my son was like daddy you're smart <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Daddy, you're never smart. Yeah. What's happened? Just complete shock. And then he, and then I was like, shall I do my waistcoat up? Yeah, he's just doing, so I was sort of half doing it up when he came in the room. So I did the waistcoat up. And he went, yeah. no, Daddy, no, the waistcoat's too small for you. Because <laughs> waistcoats are man girdles. <laughs> That's what they're for. Yeah. I don't think you're, I think you're strangely paranoid about the weight there. Well, you know. I don't think there's much in it. Only in an enjoyable way. Yeah, yeah. Not in a serious way. You're enjoying that move action. I'm enjoying a few. No. I'm enjoying running down the stairs. And my body, my body hasn't like got to the stage where it's got an extra step of stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get to the bottom and my body's like, what was it? There we are. On there. <laughs> um, yeah. I was uh, a brushing my teeth the other day. A brushing my teeth. 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 I was a brushing. I was in that bathroom there, a brushing me old teeth. Oh, yeah, lovely. And, um. Lovely raconteuring there. <laughs> and. I am working out which of these. We're not in this one. This is the next no, one. no, next one. Um, next right. Next right. And uh, I've been feeling pretty fit. You know, yeah. lots of not just running, lots of exercises, lots of press ups, lots of planking, all that stuff. Yeah. It being late in the day. Yeah. I was topless, topless in the bathroom. Lovely to know. Absolutely. Caught pleasure. myself in the mirror there. There they are. And that, well, the brushing was just setting up a. Uh, just motion right across the whole system. Oh, uh, okay. You know, yes, it was yes. A, what I thought was uh, shuka, 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 was yeah. actually hooky the buggy, hooky the buggy. One of those, buggity. like one of those sonic uh, weight loss machines in the gym. Yeah, that's right. Wibble, 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 wibble. Did yeah. you brush them so hard that at the end you passed out? Oh, oh Jesus! Oh, he's on my molars there. He's on my molars. Oh, the weight. Oh, my incisors are clean as whistles. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Bum, bum, bum. Isn't Tom Jones great? 
Yeah, he's really live. enjoyed him on Portrait Artist of the Year because he was the big commission at the end. Oh, uh, apparently he was delightful on that. He was. Someone else has told me that. I've not seen it, but someone it's else has told me. Just because he's just so pure. He is, you know, yeah. from, literally from a young age. You know, when he was little, he was Tom Jones. He was like a superstar singing guy. Yeah. And then he got ill and recovered. And I think that when he was still a kid. What illness did he have? Oh, yeah, I don't know, but he was like bedridden for a couple of years. Oh, really? I've heard this a couple of times, so I should remember. Dodging that. national service, come on. <laughs> no, you won't. And then, then but it just galvanises you to. You get up from there. You don't yeah. bother doing anything other than that stuff that you're into, do you? No, absolutely. And he's just a machine. He's been a, and it's a totally self-aware singing superstar. Yeah. Uh, and man of Wales, a man of of Ponty. Yeah. Just ever since, and that's, that's his power. That's why he still does it, you know? I've met him twice. I've interviewed him twice. Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Did he sip cold water all the time? Uh, no, but he's, he did that thing where he started singing halfway through. Because it's like sitting in a local pub, to be honest, when you're chatting to him. And then he'll just drop into a song. Yeah. And it is just like everyone in the building, even though we're in a soundproofed room. Everyone in the building, for some reason, got an erection at that moment. <laughs> but the funny thing is, when you did that note then, that of all the songs, do you know what song I got off, the, off you then? Okay, hang on, let me try and make it out. Ooh, you don't have to be beautiful. No, no, no. Oh, we can go left and go. Oh, no, actually, no, no, you've got green, man. Let's go right in the road. Straight on. I think we're doing this. Feel alive, Ooh. feel alive. Keep going. If I only knew what I could do to make you make you love me. To make you make you. Moose T featuring Tom Jones. Oh, God. Do you think he? Do you think Tom and Moose are still in touch? I was out with him the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Who, Moose? Yeah. How is he? Yeah, he's a bit, he's a bit bitter about the whole Tom thing. Oh, God. That's embarrassing, isn't it? He must still get royalty. I thought Moose Tea was when you just had dessert oh, no. for dinner in 1978. No, no, don't cross there. Don't cross there. No. Now we can cross. Because he did that. Hang on, Jesus. No, that's the beginning of Anastasia, then. Do that again. How many times do you have I'm out of love. Set me free. You know what Christina Aguilera song I like? Um, Ain't no other man. Ain't no other man. I'd like to apologise for all the uh, singing. It's been of very sing heavy today. On today's. Are we going left, yeah? Left? Okay, you're in charge. Let's do it. Let's go. You got us. Uh, Kind of make you, make you unexaminedly look. heading for my own house, I think. Although, if we crossed there, we could go through this part by the Union Chapman. Yeah, not much of it left now, though. By the time we cross, we won't have any. No, let's not bother. Any of it left. But what a lovely idea it was. Um, okay, let's talk comedy. When was your last stand up gig? Okay, so my last stand up gig. Union Chapman made me think of it. Oh, I did. I did a brilliant show for BBC Radio Wales. And uh, it's called Long Division. It's probably still available on iPlayer. Have a yeah, listen. Yeah. Thanks. Where me and Kiri Pritchard McLean, yeah. uh, who you should get on this because she runs, yeah. um, swapped gigs. So in the first episode, I go to her hometown in Bangor, have a look you around. What? Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> it went out after nine o'clock. It was absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, street cleaner. And I passed out. And uh, no, she actually lives on Anglesey. Right. Anyway, so uh, I go around there and have a look at her place, yeah. her hometown, and then record a gig in her house. Brilliant. So it wasn't really a proper stand-up gig. No. But it was really good fun. How many people? What kind of space? Uh, we did it in her large farmyard kitchen to approximately... I would say 30 people. Excellent. Which for me, big numbers, big numbers. Yeah, I and in podcasting say, land, that's the greatest hit right there. Yeah, well, I've got to say, I think that that is, um, it sounds like a uh, eminently playable room. Yeah. But equally, it plays up against that funny fine line between comedy gig and dinner party. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't downgrade the filth. But that did get edited out, sadly. I did one of my favourite jokes about. I quite like the idea of the filth being edited out. Although I think today's episode is going to end up with six minutes long. Fantastic. Especially the banger joke. Come on. <laughs>
That was um, the high point. It was a really good joke. <laughs> and then um, she came to uh, your palace I did a bit, I did a on bit. the I golf really, course. I was really pleased with this. I did a bit about... Oh, and she we... came to my state there home in Berkshire. Well, yeah. That was... <laughs> yeah, so then the next episode is her in yeah. Monmouth. And... Uh, before all lovely green man appearing for us there, like it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, so she comes down to Monmouth. No, the green man's in Krakow. And we did a gig. Good. This is the bridge. Uh, so we did a gig then in South Wales the next week. Um, but did a really nice bit of material that so I came up with on the day, which nice. for me is unheard of. Local. So the um, uh, power station, which they're now not going to reboot. There's a nuclear power station up in that bit of Wales. Yeah. Which they were, they'd already spent 22 billion getting ready to go again. Yeah. In the People make love. Finishing around the back of the telly. Oh, no, I can't see what to... Oh, it's upside down. <laughs> and they cut that out. Which yeah. I thought it was a shame. Yeah, we're going to cut it out too. They're going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's never going to get hurt by anyone. <laughs> I'm just getting the camera out so I can take another picture of Highbury Field. Yes. As you get back in the sunshine. You come back up Highbury Field. They have a barbecue area, which is a really good idea. Because you can ruin a park with a barbecue. But equally, you want to be able to have them. Otherwise, what's the point in having a park in the summertime? That's right. Uh, you do see plumes of smoke coming off Highbury Fields. Okay. On a in the I spent the summer here hanging because I was doing a clown course. That's right. Oh, yeah. With Philippe Gouliou oh, just yeah. over there. I, should, I, need to, I didn't lean into that hard enough. Yeah. It was a clown course with... Is that clown course just on the end of that rope? Yeah, it's just up here. That's the mind certificate you're thinking about. So that certificate does not exist. A couple of hours in the afternoon, and I lived in Oxfordshire. So I'd get a lift in with my friend who was commuting to town. Yeah. I was too poor to do the clown course, Tom. Oh, no. That's the thing. I didn't have any money. What did you do then? Did I you spent about it? six hours a day here on Highbury Field. Yeah. Not eating reading old books I'd found. Right. It was a bad time in my life. Oh, no. How old were you at the stage? I was 19. Okay. Clown course was... Maybe I was 20, 21. Right. I'd bitten off one like a chew. Just well, to come back through Highbury Field. Yeah. In a happy time in my Does life. It, I, I, that's thrilling. It is a blooming relief. Because that was a really rubbish I think tune. it would be of... Oh, it's a nice Labradoodle over there. Lovely Labradoodle. <laughs> Lovely oh, no, Labrador. no, it's not Labrador. That is an otterhound. Oh, what's that? Oh, no. Or a spinoli. Whatever sure. these dogs are up to, we're going to have to cut that as well. Oh, yeah, there's... That dog's oh, there we go. Another subtext. Sorry. Just shower on out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, subtlety? Ben, what you said. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Take that out, Steve. Um, I think it'd be a really good thing. Here's a, here's a business idea, right? Business plan. Yeah, yeah. Get a minibus, right? Yeah. Actually, you don't need a minibus. Oh. No, you do, you do. You need a minibus. If this is going to be a business plan, you're going to need to tighten it up. Oh, okay, fine. Because this minibus I'm, I'm, bit... I'm spitballing it with you. I'm out of And you tell me all the worst physical places in the country where things happen. So, Highbury Fields, your school, maybe. A time where, I don't know, you, went to, you died at a gig. Yeah. And we'll yeah. get in the minibus full of your loved ones. And we'll drive around and revisit those places. Yeah, but yeah. with your loved ones, and then you'll erase, exercise the memories. It would just be funny if it just went the other way. Oh, yeah, get or... There and everyone's supposed to be... It's supposed to be great, and then everyone rails on the way. And when you get there, the person just completely revisits the rage. Yeah, and all their family go, do you know what? We do think you're a... <laughs> ah, I told you! I never wanted to do this! I didn't want to come in the first time! It would be a great ah. TV show. It would be a great TV show. Me and my nervous breakdowns. Yeah. Who do you think you... Ah! <laughs> Where do you think you were? Yeah. What the hell do you think you... Well, Actually, I think you could change that show if you just changed the intonation. <laughs> Who do you think you are? It's a different show. Well, that reminds you of something a little bit like that that happened to me many years ago. Go on. I had, there was a theatre company in Scotland that I'd been involved with, and I moved out of Scotland. And I went back to see their show. And it was on the last night. Right. So it's a good scene. They had quite a clever system where they struck the show but had a party. Lovely. So the show was good. It finished. Some people, everyone was kind of either having a drink or striking the set or a combination of the two. Yeah. They got it all into a bunch of vehicles. And everyone drove back across to Edinburgh. So now it's like, you know, two in the morning. And uh, they actually loaded all this stuff, including like stage flats and scaffolding yeah. into the flats where my friend lives 
and then they're having a party in the flat. Right. It's quite a good idea, right? Yeah. But, you know, there was some element of who going, he was scaffolding poles yeah. on a staircase in the middle of the night. Yeah. I didn't know any of these people very well. I'd just come back to see my friends play. Right. And uh, we're stacking scaffolding poles on the stairs, all pleased with ourselves for our fun, slightly drunken efficiency. And then this flat door opened. And when it opened, it was me. Do you know what I mean? I was standing right outside this door, and there was other people nearby, but no one close. Yeah. And this woman just said to me, what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> I've never been to lost for words in my whole life. I was like, well, I, my, we, I thought you... I, thought, but, my, oh, we planned... <laughs> what the... What but, the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> she had a point. Time... Go right here so we can avoid the bin, Laurie. All right. Times fine. in your life where people have said to you, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Mine would have to be... Seven years old, hiding in a bush, me and my best friend George, both naked, trying to wee on each other. Right. My dad poked his head into the bush. What the hell? <laughs> do you think that we're weeing on each other, Dad? <laughs> but when you're little, it's different, isn't it? Because you do, the moment you get, the, you get that kind of realisation, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine isn't nearly as ah. sinister as yours, but I was... No, no, that was sinister. I was right. dribbling on the, on the carpet in the middle of the front room once. <laughs> My mum came in. I mean, I had been five. Yeah. You know, my mum came and said, why would, you, why would you do that? What's that? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. You don't do that. I never realised that the phrase, what the hell do you think you're doing, is one of the funniest phrases in the world. What? You can just get so much emotion into it. <laughs> what the, the hell do you think you're doing? And it's yeah. just, it was late at night. She was kind of whispering as well. Oh, it's terrible. I can still feel it. And I just had to, you know, I literally, my mouth flapped open and shut like a fish. And I had to just wave her towards my friend who could then do the politics. My mouth is opening and shutting like a fish because I'm tired. This run. Yeah. This has been, I mean, this has been lovely. Yeah. As we begin the downhill approach to Mikasa. Yeah, that's right. We're just going over the top of the hill. I was going to say we could stop, but it's no. all downhill for me. No, no, come on. Yeah, I'm 38. It's all downhill for me. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, sports day. Sports day, love hey, sports happy day. Father's day, by the way. Thank you, love, and you, and you, well done. Great. Can I just say, what the hell do you think? You know, can I just say, great daddy. Thanks, yeah. Really, really great daddy. <laughs> what, have you got any, are they going to do anything? Is it going to be special? On, on Father's Day this year, Rob, it's yeah. my uh, son's seventh birthday. Ooh. So I shall be hosting his birthday party and dressing as a pirate. Ah. Yep. <laughs> Who is it who told the pirate jet the other day and said... Uh, well, this road's quite busy, by the way. Got it wrong. The they said uh, something along the why, why are pirates called pirates? Because that's what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> so in a way, your Father's Day, it's really a test of your moral fibre, isn't it? Because on yeah. the one hand, are you going to be totally threatened that your Father's Day's been hijacked? Or will, on the other hand, you take your son's birthday as the ultimate proof of... Uh, well, that's it, that's yeah. Your fatherhood. Hopefully the latter. I did ask Beth... She bought, she, she's bought me the pirate costume. Yeah. She did ask if I could dress as a bit torrent, but she didn't get it. Good she God. Just, she was silent like you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I don't show. know if I can carry on. I've got to stop it. Good job, too. I thought, can we please take that out? I don't want to end wow. the podcast on that low. Anyway, I'm tired. I'm going to eat at home and have a napster. Oh, yes. <laughs> you, you'd help me Do you know about that. the um, guy who was going to do a speech about piracy? Oh. But it was about, um, you know, um, uh, Somali pirates off the coast of East Africa. Yeah. And being taken hostage, like Captain Phillips. Yeah. And he went to do the speech for the WI, and they all came in, like we'd blow up parrots on their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one of the best things that's ever happened. Oh. Are you going to hear the, hear the uh, floorboards? So... Oh, yeah, stand on. Smooth floorboards. Well, I've got to tell you, it wasn't five miles, it was five and a half. How do you feel? Are you kidding me? Yeah, five An extra half mile. 5.65. I, I feel like we've just done 5.65 miles. Yeah, good. Uh, oh, over here as well. What's that? KKKKs? Coming up to eight. Eight, nine. 6.6.2 is 10K. Oh. So you're nearly a year at Yeah. Great, good. Great tapering. When are you doing a marathon? On Saturday. Where? Which one? 
uh, the canal canter in uh, in Leeds. Any well, tips? I just say, from one athlete to another, avoid the hills if you yeah. can. It's a, on it's a, a canal. Path. It should be okay. Yeah. Stand where you were, because I've got to tell you, so you don't, you don't, you, you, look, you look good. You look strong, striking. Thanks. How's that? Yeah, really perfect. Yeah. That's it. Um, do you think I should go to the uh, sports day still looking like this to intimidate? Then they'll expect the you to win dads. the race. Yeah, I think I should. The guy, the guy doing the um, floorboards over there, I, he has not been anything other than standing there. It's kind of blue hoodie. Mm. I don't think he's doing the floorboards. I think he just wants to steal my bike. Um, um, thanks for standing in for Paul. I loved it. If you ever need a spare Paul again, unless it's Mrs. Tonkinson listening, then... For the, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm happy to be a spare Paul. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Um, and also, if you ever have an operation, why are we still whispering? I don't know. I'm if you not ever sure have an operation, yeah. you come on and tell the story. Great, I will do. I really hope that doesn't Whilst happen. running. Okay. Not, did, he, did you make him run? <laughs> no, he, I, I tried to make him not run. Honest. <laughs> Poor Paul and his balls. Okay, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.